So when I stopped imagining it was impossible, <laughs> we've all had those inner arguments, haven't we? When I stopped imagining it was impossible, I discovered it was fun. I'm talking about kissing. I'm talking about a girl named Melanie. I'm talking about being 17 years old and not having a car. I was one of those kids. I've told you I grew up poor. <laughs> I, I grew up poor, sick, lonely. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was a little chump. You know, my grandma died when I was seven. I was born two pound four ounces. No kidding, I'm serious about all this stuff. I was sickly till I turned 12. Then I got done with all that. That was my first round with this stuff. But I still had problems, man. Like, I didn't have a car. How am I going to kiss a girl if I don't have a car? You see, that's the kind of stuff that goes on in your head that keeps you stuck. No one's going to want to hang out with me. I don't have a car. Meanwhile, so my buddy Warren, he bought a 68 Chevelle. He was a few years older than me. He came from a better family. Uh, he was not only just a rental cop, but he was an auxiliary police officer as well. Like I said, just a couple years older than me. But it made all the difference because so me and my buddy, we used to go hang out at the game room. And the game room was part of a shopping plaza. The shopping plaza had two rent-a-cops, and Warren was one of them. And it was really cool because uh, Warren had this nice muscle car. I didn't have a car at all. And I didn't lie. <laughs> Here's the fun thing. So I'm playing Pac-Man. I'm one of those obsessive guys. When I decide to do something, I decide to go all the way in. That's why I became a teenage black belt. That's why I used to put a quarter in the Pac-Man machine and play for two to three hours. Right? I was poor. <laughs> so I got good at Pac-Man. But along came Melanie. And it's like, whoa. So I started chatting her up. We were having a good time. And I said, hey, you want to break off for a little bit? You know, go outside. Yeah, see that car over there? That's my buddy's. Right? He, he's, he's one of the cops over there. He's a real cop, too, not just a rental cop. And the next thing you know, right, we're in Warren's car, kissing, having a good time, doing what teenagers do. You see, it wasn't impossible for me once I stopped imagining it was impossible. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to stop imagining that what you want is impossible. Because here's what I noticed. This is what I learned from my friend Sean that I talk about in Dream Driven Day. Hey, right now is your opportunity to join us in Dream Driven Day this year. Don't wait. <laughs> DreamDrivenDay.com So Sean, Sean in school was not like the rest of us boys. Sean imagined something really cool. He imagined girls enjoyed being with him. I, enjoy, I imagined kissing a girl was impossible because I grew up poor, because I was a sickly kid, because I was... I had a thousand and one excuses. Because I worked all summer in the summer youth employment program to buy my school clothes. I went to Catholic school. That was subsidized because I was from a poor family. But I worked all summer to buy my clothes so I could look somewhat cool. Meanwhile, what are you giving life to today? I want you to notice... Is it excuses or excellence? Because you've got a choice. You can imagine what you want is impossible. You can imagine it someday. You can imagine maybe, or you can imagine investing. Neville Goddard taught, invest your time, your money, your imaginal act. His wife had a dream. He shared it with us.
Stop imagining what you want is impossible. Start imagining it already feels natural in your life. So for Sean, it was natural for girls to like want to hang on him. He always had two girls with him all the time. They loved being with him. He was straight up with them. I was straight up with Melanie. And I imagined kissing her. I imagined the delight of having had kissed her. Oh, wow. And she got it. I wasn't imagining impossibly kissing her. I wasn't imagining it's a big deal if I get to. I was not imagining someday. I was imagining, let's do it again. If you got gold, I've got three suggestions for you today. If you're just starting with us, easymanifesting.com. Go there, sign up. Make sure you click the link we send to you. We'll send you a link. It may end up in your spam or promotions. Drag it to your inbox. Click the confirmation link. You'll get on the daily email list and you'll get those seven little video sets. They're quick. They're speedy. That's our little gift to you. We want you to let this be easy and fun. So many people are complicating it up with crazy. Next, the 90-day adventure you can begin at any time. That doesn't mean wait, by the way. I'll do it next spring after the war's over. You know what? There have been continuous wars, famines, loogies, global financial crises. Is, is, is. I've had a couple of those in my lifetime. I've actually had a couple personal ones, too. For some reason, I stopped giving life to that. Manifestingmasterycourse.com. That's the 90-day adventure. It takes about 15 minutes a day total. DDD's a little more involved. But manifestingmasterycourse.com. That's the backbone of all we do. Go there, do that, have fun. Most people do it way more than once, not because they have to, but because they love it so much. And finally, 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 sharing is caring. Most MM members, they share their lives with us once a week with an update. Most Triple D members, they find family. Because in DreamDrivenDay.com, one of the things we have, well, we got 30 days of play, three live group calls, a Facebook group, group that's private for the members only sharing is caring friends become family imagine what that's like actually having people to share your journey with anyway that's what i got today if you got questions on any of that drop me an email and i would be happy to uh, assist you at 2020 at exhaustage.com that's 2020 at exhostage.com have a lovely day see ya